feels like it's been thought, two yeah. weeks in in just a couple days. <laughs> yeah, let's honestly yeah, with it, the bending time and and yeah, it really great. does. It really does. It feels like it's been well. It's honestly felt that way since January first, and I think that's probably why we haven't really done one of these up until this <laughs> point. Because it's like as soon right, as January hit, true. it was like. All well, it's weird too because this year is the first year that we've like we've been super super busy in January with and February with both production and uh marketing, yeah. So you know, it, it's uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not placing blame on property managers or anything, but it, it seems like a lot of them did get a late start to the game with um, wanting new websites and stuff. So, yeah, the a lot of the launch dates were in January. Um, as opposed to usually it's November or December or something like that. I mean, obviously we did have a lot in on all those months, but uh, it's just weird the kind of the, the traffic, the 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 trend that's going on with um, uh, both later uh, later bookings and later uh, um, like production and later everything. Yeah. Everything's getting later. <laughs> <laughs> everything's later. Everything's being <laughs> everything's later. <laughs> so I mean, why do you, why do you think that is? I mean, do you think? Um, how yeah, like I don't, bookings I don't, I were don't know. later I mean, last year or do you think the season was I mean I feel like every season changes just a little bit um true. as oh, far yeah. as like bookings and as far as trends and stuff like that when people want work done and stuff and it seems like mm-hmm. um funny enough it seems like the holidays that have come around since the first of the year um my my clients in the social realm haven't really been too concerned. It's like their their minds are on other things, which normally right. people are like, especially in the social realm, people are really really concerned with holidays. Um, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. no one's. It's like it's just sort of come and gone, and people are just like, yeah, just just another day. Like we're we're doing this over here. <laughs> so it's just right. kind of strange. It is. It's sort of a different season from what it was last year and the year before. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. which is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's maybe it's no. Maybe sure. things are sort of changing a little bit in the the VR industry. Oh yeah, always. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna blame uh, blame Airbnb and and Verbo for for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just because uh, it, it's kind of the, the funny thing is though is um it, I feel like those have conditioned people to uh, wait a bit longer to book, um because they quote unquote have all the inventory. Yeah. You know, I mean, so why why do I need to uh spend time planning my vacation in in January and make sure and have it booked when I can wait till February or March and go to Airbnb and look at a heck of a lot more inventory than I used to be able to look at. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. So I, I think that that's kind of part of the trend. Um uh but I mean the uh, the VR Mintel, you know, they did a study and and saw that booking patterns really haven't gotten quote unquote later. So you know, it's all it's all I don't want to say speculation, um, but I can tell you from from five years ago, you know, January for beach beach cities used to be the prime time. Now it's it's spread out between January, February, and March. So I don't know. Things change, like it's you said. De- it's definitely <laughs> changing and. Like, even for myself, like, I feel very conditioned with, like, um, Airbnb, for instance. So I I can get on, and I know if I'm taking a vacation in, like, a couple weeks, I know I can get on, like, the week before and probably most likely find something. Like, there's there's plenty of inventory, and I think it really has conditioned consumers to 
to think that, hey, you know, I, I don't have to plan this out. You know, it's there's always going to be something there. There's always something. Right. So, yep. I don't know. Well, should well, we introduce ourselves? I think so. We've bantered for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> you go first. Okay. Well, hi, everyone. Um, welcome to episode 14 of, it's episode 14 of Vacation Rental Ninjas. I am David Thompson. I'm the director of social media. And Paul Hannock here. I'm the uh, digital marketing director for ICND. Yeah, that's about that's it. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're not familiar with the show, if you're a first-time listener or if you're a repeat listener, thank you very much. Um, and and thank you for hanging in with us. We know it's been a while since we uh, since we podcasted um, again because of the the busyness of of January. Um, but yeah, so we're back. Yeah, we're, we're back. So if you don't know how this goes, normally we ask each other a couple questions and then we sort of banter a little bit and talk about maybe a tool of the day or something that we find very helpful. And then we talk about like a main topic and we just kind of talk and discuss opinions and things that are happening in the industry. And I don't know. That's basically yeah, it. That's so that, that's, the, that's stuff. the stuff. Uh, so we start with a rapid fire. So I'm going to hit David up first with a oh, rapid fire question. Okay. And mine is um, what type of um, social media campaign like should I focus on uh, with my advertising? I know there's different types, um, you know, depending on the audiences and how you're what you're targeting and, and whatnot. But what what should I do um, out of the box? Yeah. And when I first start. Yeah, that's that's a really good question, especially um, we're still I mean, we're, we're only halfway through the first quarter. So that's a good question to like start off 2020. Um, you know, out of the box with maybe some fresh social campaigns. Um, but really, that's like, what should you focus on? So there's there's several different types of campaigns. And it really depends on what you're wanting to accomplish. So the first and foremost would be like an engagement or reach campaign. So if you're wanting to, and people would call this a branding campaign. So like, if you're wanting to um, promote your brand or promote your page or um, just the fact that you exist in the social realm, right. this is the type right. of campaign for you. And like, if you launch a campaign in, in the ads manager, it's going to be that far left column. It's going to be engagement or, or, um, reach campaign or something along those lines. Um, so that would be a great campaign. If you just want to get, get yourself out there. The good thing about this campaign is that it's extremely low cost per click. So we're talking like five cents, 10 cents max cost per click to get right. some sort of interaction from that. The second type of campaign, which is what most, um, I feel like what most vacation rental managers should probably focus on would be a traffic campaign. Um, and this is basically um, focusing on directing traffic from your social channel to your website. Um, again, a little bit of a higher cost per click, um, but still not, not extremely high. So, and, and the goal behind this is just going to be to direct people from the social channel to the website. No, no trying to make a conversion or anything like that. That is your conversion. So I guess you, I guess you are. It's just, that's the conversion. You're trying to get people from that, that channel onto the website and then let the website do the rest. And the mix up, I feel like with the social campaigns too, is, um, people really do try to make a, um, a booking on their social channels, like Facebook, for instance, like they're trying to get people to almost like book right from the channel. And it's like, you, you right, can't get people right. to do that. The point of this is to get people to the website and then let the website do its job. So, 
Um, the last campaign. Yeah, because I mean, the, especially if that's the first time that they've heard of your yes. company and they they visit the site from social media. You, when you're on Facebook, you're you're hanging out. You know, you're you're not there to book a vacation. Exactly. But you might be enticed by going to company XYZ and go to the website, poke around for a bit. Oh, cool! I'll come back later. Yeah. Well, that's when you hit them with remarketing. You know, you've you've got them, but then you then you hit them with remarketing and try to get them back. So there's a lot of steps to this. And, and you know, just like you said, that's that's a perfect example of, you know, don't expect that that first touch point to be a booking. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, yeah, and then that's a that's a good point, too. Like, so within the, the traffic um, campaign style, you know, you've got uh, a campaign that maybe focuses on like a new audience that's never heard of your company. Or you can focus on a remarketing audience that has been to your website. Maybe they're a little bit warm. Um, you know, and, and you're trying to get them back onto the website to complete a booking. So there's there are a bunch of different campaign styles. The last style that I would maybe say, which is I, I rarely see it used and used to, um, and maybe still people are still kind of going towards it like at the very start, but Facebook has made some changes is the conversion conversion style campaign. They've made some changes where it's it's sort of hard um, to launch a conversion campaign over a traffic campaign because you have to have um, a destination and you have to define what a conversion is and stuff like that. Because Facebook wants to measure it to make sure that a conversion is actually happening so there's justification and ROI. Right. So they made it – they put a couple more parameters around it, which I think maybe has deterred people from it, which is good because conversion campaigns should really be focused on – really, really hot leads where you know they're going to make a conversion because the cost per click is a lot higher. So and it, it's got to be, there's got to be very specific goals behind that sort of campaign. So, um, yeah, you've got to, like you said, I think you have to put custom code um, on like your booking confirmation and the checkout page and stuff like yeah. that and make sure, I, you know, it, it's it's not hard to do, but it's, it's something that property managers can't do. You have to have your web development company implement. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So those are the the different types of campaigns. I would say if someone was starting in, um, let's just say into 2020 and you're like, hey, I really want to amp up my social ads. Um, I would say start with a goal in mind, like what, ask the question, what do you want to accomplish? And that's what I ask all all the people that I work with and consult right. with in social. Um, what do you want to accomplish? What's the end goal? What are we What are we going after? And then kind of work backwards from that. So if you want more traffic to your website, obviously a traffic campaign is going to be you know, where it's at. If you're satisfied with the traffic to your website and you want to get people, you know, maybe back to the site or your bounce rate's a little bit high and you want to get people back to the pages that they dropped off of, maybe a remarketing campaign is, is the best, you know, the best way to go. Or maybe you want to start, you know, focus on your, your email list and launch a retargeting campaign. Um, there's, there's so many different things that you can do. So just start asking the question and, and be very goal centered and very, um, uh, analytical and start working back backwards from those goals. So, right, right, exactly. Yeah. So cool. now I have a question for you. Um, Go, I <laughs> am you ready. ready? Um, <laughs> my question is: What are a couple things that you can do in the SEO world to promote more direct bookings? I know we just had Book Direct Day, so I kind of wanted to ask a question right. like: With that in mind, how can we promote direct bookings with some SEO strategy? Go. Right, right. <laughs> Go. <laughs> ah, I don't know. <laughs> no, with um, so that's kind of a misconception. Um, and a lot of SEO revolves. Uh, 
Search engine optimization is not a seasonal thing. It is a constant thing. Um, you, you can't really promote certain items via SEO. If somebody's searching for a destination, they're searching for destination plus vacation rentals in the in the search. Um, they might not necessarily be searching for um, companies that have a good book direct day uh, special going on right now. Yeah. You know, it it's it. Those are hard to uh, not 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 necessarily rank for, but you're not capturing the audience that you need to capture. Yeah. But what you do need to do is make sure that you have the best information on your site that you can promote the the direct bookings um you know a lot of uh, a lot of companies out there have uh, are partnering up with um places that offer discounts for local um or free show tickets uh stuff like that added incentives because mm-hmm. um, you don't get those added incentives when you book through an ota um so we're talking about free show tickets to local attractions um stuff like that uh, and there's there's definitely companies out there that that work in that realm um, that property managers can connect with. Uh, another thing is you know make sure that you have the your your pricing laid out very very well on your site. Uh, one of the biggest uh, I want to say drop offs or misnomers something along those lines. <laughs> it's uh, one of the biggest things on the the website. Whenever somebody is booking and they're trying to find that final, final price, make sure that your price is very transparent. Um, now, I'm not saying list every single fee that you have on there uh, just to break it out. I'm saying that you need to look at other websites and how they break their pricing down. If you put the add-on fees, um, travel insurance, uh, 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 housekeeping or linens, you know, if all those are add-ons and you have those in your final booking page, uh, sorry, not your final booking page, on your property display page, um, that looks like I have to have those included in my stay to where, you know, if you you should really have them either be be able to checked off or have the word optional beside it, um, make sure that people don't have to do math. That's the (laughs) the thing. Make sure they don't have to do math. Because if I if I look at something and I see oh wow linens are um, two hundred fifty dollars I'm just going to bring my own but now I've got to get this total subtracted uh, does that still include tax do I have to worry do I have to compute that with the tax you know have, have your have your guys um or have your web developers figure something out to where you can be transparent and have the user select really what they want during during their checkout process um, that really helps with book direct of course there's always the um, book direct uh, uh, pages too that you do price comparisons uh, you know you compare your same unit that you have on Airbnb or, or VRBO you compare that same unit to the one that you have um, on your website and you drive people to that page and you and you show them that hey this is uh, this is the price difference this is why you need to book direct um, you know blah 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 so those are a few things you can look okay. at of course emails too yeah, you know, emails on the book direct day are always always good. Got to got to enhance consumer education. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think it is. <laughs> and I, oh, go ahead. I, uh, yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I think it's working though. I feel like um, you know, the consumers are getting a little bit more um, knowledgeable about those added fees, and the more and more that they take vacations, and uh, as long as the property managers do their job, um, 
it's not necessarily the worst thing to get um, bookings through OTAs. You know, that's a, that's a traffic source. That's a that's a um, that's a source of bookings. But it's now your job to make sure that they come back yeah. and stay with you directly that next yeah. year. Yeah, which really, I mean, again, like what you were saying, it comes back down to consumer education. So just right. it's communicating. And I, I come back to, you know, that's that's all marketing is really is you've got this this product and you've got this consumer and, and they obviously want to purchase it from you. You just need to let them know that it's there. You know, you just need to, to right. make it very apparent like, hey, this is available for you. Um, it's what you want, <laughs> you know, here it is. So I think it just needs to be, again, the, the educational portion, um, of that, you know, when, when they're there, make sure the experience yeah. is really good. Make sure you communicate with them. And, um, yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's good. That's great information. So, cool. well, should cool. we move on to our tool of the day? Move on to the tool. Well, I'm going to take the tool of the day. Because I want to talk about the Facebook Creative Hub, and it's not really talked about, but this is a really good section in your business manager to do several different things. Um, you can create mock-ups for ads. Um, so if you're looking mm-hmm. to, I, I use this sometimes, if you're looking to create a mock-up and do side-by-side comparison, um, you can do that. So you can see what it looks like. You can see what the copy looks like. Um, you can put it in a feed and look, see what it looks like in a feed. So it looks very um, organic. Um, so that's really cool. Um, the other thing that you can do is actually test video and images. So there's an image text check um, that you can check if you have any text on your images to see if it's going to pass or not um, before you actually oh, launch that's cool. the ad. Yeah, so it's really, it's really quite handy. Been waiting yeah, for that I know, one. right? Um, and then there's also how many times have you ever really launched an ad and then all of a sudden it gets, you know, you've got a little bit too much text yeah. on there. Yeah, this is that's nice. Yeah, and that's used nice. to they would they would reject it. And then um, they came out with another another policy that said and this was like last year sometime. They said that um, if you have any text on your ads, we can't guarantee that it's going to actually be served. So this is really nice because you can actually put text on there um, because sometimes you need some text on on the image that you're promoting. Um, so you can put some text on there and see if it passes their guidelines and it puts it through a filter. So that's really cool. Um, there's also a video testing section where you can actually test like videos. So you can upload videos and stuff and, and test them out make sure they look good on there make sure it's going to upload, make sure that, you know, the quality is really good or you don't have to do anything to it. So that's, that's really cool as well because video is like definitely a thing. <laughs> so if you're not yeah. using video, it's a good way to you're say not it. doing yeah. any sort of live video or anything like that. Like you, you probably should be just saying, just throwing mm-hmm. that out there, guys. Um, tip, tip of the day, <laughs> tip of the day. Um, you can also view, um, there's a view format section. So, um, you can view different formats, um, of like different ads and stuff. I might, I might've already said that, but you can like view the, the format of like the what video. What do you mean? Like diff- different sizes? Yeah. Different sizes. Like how they appear on mobile. Versus yeah. So like versus... if you're doing like a single video compared to like a slideshow or like a 360 video, or if you've oh, got okay, something gotcha. interactive, cause they have interactive things now, um, different image sizes and layouts because there's like, I want to say, cause they're changing this all the time, but there's different, like, so there's different um, sizes for the different categories. So you've got your mobile mm, news feed right, right, compared right. to like, you know, what is it going to look like on the Instagram feed if you're uploading that image? 
Um, and then in the ads portion, they do give you the option to like upload different images for Instagram compared to Facebook. So anyway, some really handy tools in there. Um, there is a newer version of the Creative Hub that's available now. So you can switch back and forth from the new one to the old one. Um, so that's really cool. And the workflow is a little bit more um, user friendly um, for the ads manager and within the Creative Hub in the new one. So I, I really do like the new, I, I like the new um, Creative Hub compared to the old one because it is very more, it's more um, design centered and more, mm. it just, it just flows a little bit more. And then there's also, okay, so sure. uh, the last thing I'll say about it is there's a really cool section called Get Inspired. Um, and it's got different like Instagram stories and different layouts and different images and things. Just go check it out. It's just got some really cool inspiration. Um, so if you're looking for ideas on like, what should I do with my ads or like, how could I promote this? Or, you know, we, we want to change it up. We want to do something innovative. That's the section to go to because it really does have some really neat ideas in there. So overall, I really do think this is a good tool that people probably don't utilize because, again, they probably don't really know that it exists. So jump Mm -hmm. in, check it out, and then if you have any questions on it, feel free to let us know because we can definitely answer any questions on that. So that's your tool of the day. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) I don't know if that was the right noise, but yeah, I I did it. That's that's it. We're going to go with that one. We're going to go with that noise. Okay, cool. We'll go with that. All right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so what are we talking about? What's All what's right. the main the main the main course? Main topic. The main course. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Two zero two zero. We're in it, man. With we're uh, in it. Yeah, we are. Oh man, things are changing, and that's the that's the that's the scary part. Is it scary? <laughs> you find it scary? No, it's not scary. It's, just <laughs> it's like, exciting, kind of. A lot to keep up. It with. It is a lot to keep up. Yeah. With. Oh yeah. Agree. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we already talked about you know how how the traffic is, you know patterns are shifting, and we've talked about um, you know how Airbnb is uh, you know very big and encroaching on the space, um, and obviously we know that that Google is uh, they're doing their thing with the uh, Google Hotel ads now in the vacation rental section. I mean that's been around since last October, yeah. um, and that's uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's pushing it. It's it's causing a shakeup. Um, for a few reasons, the for one, you know, the, the map pack is different. So local businesses aren't necessarily showing up uh, in in the top uh, in the map pack anymore. Now it's those individual units that are pulled in from Airbnb and Vacasa and uh, and HomeAway. You know, those are those are now like they replace the map pack. So there's been a lot of uh, organic traffic loss because that map pack is no longer a map pack. It's now a um, Google hotel ads pack. So that's, that's caused an issue. Um, yeah. What's interesting though, is uh, w- we do have a client in uh, in deep Creek that uh, when you do a search for deep Creek vacation rentals, it does show local companies rather than, um, at this at this moment in time, by the time this gets published, they might Google might change it again. <laughs> but as of, as of last week, it um, it started showing local companies, but in the Google Hotel Ads format. So they're playing around with something else. So I'm hoping, I'm really, really hoping that there's that there's going to be a marriage or something between that, and um, you know, the the hotel ads are going to be not here to stay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In their in their current capacity, so um, 
but yeah, it's because it, it it is giving an unfair advantage to to local businesses or small businesses that you know don't want to push every piece of inventory they have out to to OTAs in order to get on Google. You know, so you know it's 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 tough. Um, and uh, you know that that with Google doing this, I mean, obviously they're they're making money. They're making their cost per acquisition or cost per click. So it's just another revenue source for them, but. They don't know our space. How do you? That, that's all I gotta yeah, say. Yeah, <laughs> I think the vacation rental industry has adapted to those changes because I have seen um, a, a dramatic decrease in organic traffic and stuff. Just in in my yeah, I mean my research and collecting data and stuff like that. Like, how do you think um, they've adapted? What are what are some avenues that people have taken? Yeah, let me let me uh, back up too because I remember we we did a um we did a uh, webinar. Um, with a hotel marketing company about two or three years ago. Um, and they were saying they, they've had the, um, the Google hotel ads for a while and they, they actually saw a decrease in traffic for, from anywhere from 20 to 30% organically. Wow. So that was like very, very eye opening for, um, for the hotel industry. And now that it's in the vacation rental space, you know, we haven't seen, um, traffic, drop that much um that's that's a huge number but uh it you know stuff like that is is the scary part is oh geez what are we gonna do um so you know what what to do is obviously focus on different keywords not just the vacation rentals one you know do long tail stuff and um uh look for um don't just yeah, don't just go after vacation rentals. Obviously it's a big one um but you know you do have to put your eggs in different baskets. Yeah. Um I forgot your question. <laughs> <laughs> well, my question was, is how have people adapted to those changes? Like, so, um, for example, right. like one, I'm always going to come back to social because I'm a social guy, but <laughs> people could start, you know, engaging with their social channels a little bit more because I know that in, in the VR industry, it's, they're not as used as what they could be. Um, so in order to get mm-hmm. more of an, an organic traffic flow, you know, people could engage on their channels a little bit more to get people from those channels to their website. But what are some right. other ways that people have maybe tried to overcome some of the decrease in organic traffic? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and it's funny, too, because um, uh, pay-per-click has gotten more expensive, too, the cost oh, per click for a lot of the keywords. So, uh, you know, that we're trying to recoup some of that lost traffic. Um, now, now, granted, there are we've got plenty of clients that are that are up in organic. You know, that it's not it's not like I'm, I'm doomsdaying anything. But I mean, it is it has become a lot worse with, you know, the with that with that new hotel ads in, in our space. Um, but uh, you know, to combat it, you know, obviously doing um, doing the pay per click is is one of those you kind of have to things these days because those ads do appear above the maps. Um, but you know the the adoption rate for this stuff has been kind of um, slow going because uh, it's really not too much that you can uh, you can do to you know if if you already rank organically. And you rank, let's say, let's take the scenario. If you already rank number one, then for a lot of your keywords, then you're at the top. I mean, you're at the top as far as you can go. Now, you you may have had a, a uh, regular old map pack listing um, for that, you know, and, and but now it's now it's gone because vacation rentals is, uh, you know, that 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 keyword is now no longer has a regular map pack. Yeah. So there's really nothing you can do about that unless you want to put your inventory on OTAs. 
So that's like that's the worst part is you're we're having to uh, you know feed the beast in a yeah. sense you know and and the more we feed that beast the more the bigger it's going to grow um, so it, it it's one of those like catch twenty twos of yeah you know, how how are we um, and it's still we're still in the infantile stages of of trying to figure it all out and overcome that unfair advantage that we that we no longer or we do have we have to deal with yeah well and and a lot of these changes are still very fresh and i think that's why is so i'm very curious to see how 2020 sort of plays out and how some of these um obstacles are overcome from different vacation managers so it's it's interesting to see what comes out of the woodwork when you know we're presented with these obstacles and you get minds that sort of collaborate and talk and say oh here's here's a solution so right and and speaking of which too i mean uh uh Google's really angered me this these past <laughs> you <do sound laughs> this a little past bit, year. You sound a little bit peeved at him, just a little bit, right? I've <clears throat> I've always been a big Google fan. Um, I, I've always liked their their methodologies and and stuff like that. But lately, I mean, geez, with all these these changes that they're making, I'm I'm getting I'm getting a bit uh, gur is the best yeah. word to describe it. Um, but the next one I wanted to talk about was um. The, the schema markup on pages. Mm-hmm. Now, schema markup is is basically it's it's code that's hidden inside the source code of your website. Users don't see the schema markup, but what it's used for is to tell Google like certain micro data about your um, about your product or about certain items on your page. Now, the biggest one is the FAQ schema that's come out. So if you do a search for um, you know, pretty much any vacation rental area and you see a VRBO listing uh, in the organic, you're going to see schema markup um, that took effect because you see questions and answers and our FAQs underneath the actual um, listing. So those take up space. And when those take up space, they drop a search result from the first page to the second page. So now there's nine listings instead of ten because VRBO or we, we, we've been implementing this, this FAQ schema. The more companies that implement this FAQ schema, the less results on the first page there are because it takes up two slots, quote unquote. Does that yeah, make sense? That does make sense. So what's happening is, okay, well, they're doing it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. So people are gaming the system, I guess you could say. And, you know, everybody does it. We are because, you know, it it helps with click-through rates because you have a bigger listing. So, you know, once everybody on the first page has a uh, FAQ schema markup, then what? We only have five results on the first page. I don't know if it's going to go that far, but... Stuff like that is is kind of what irks me, and, and you know, obviously Google is playing with things and seeing what's happening, and they do adapt. Um, but it's always the shakeup that that makes me just angered at at certain yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah, things are things are changing, and it's it makes it difficult for us because I mean, they're changing it. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know the end product, and what we're having to do as marketing individuals and and digital marketing people is is try and adapt and so we're trying to adapt to something that's already happened 
and more things are happening and more things are changing and we're trying to continually adapt. And it's just, it's very difficult. It's, it's um, very straining on the brain at certain points. Right. You know? right. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and one of the things too, um, I, I guess I, I kind of want to go back to your, your original question about, you know, what, what um, property managers are doing to combat the hotel ads. Um, the the actual hotel ad experience, like if you go through it, it's not that good. Hmm. It, it's really, um, I don't know, bloaty. It doesn't really give you what you're looking for. Um, it does force you down a funnel, but... The actual search experience isn't that that great in my in my opinion and well a lot of our opinions. Um, but so kind of my my thing is too is for twenty twenty like reevaluate your website and make it as good as you can possibly make it. Um, and with mobile traffic, you know, getting in the sixty percent range versus fifty percent um, uh, last year, it's got to be mobile friendly. Yeah, gotta yeah, be. it has to be the. Um, like the most important part though is, you know, the people still aren't really booking on mobile, um, but the traffic is there. So you gotta, like our websites do have a lot of good, um, connect points between bridging that gap between mobile and desktop and capturing data and capturing the emails and capturing, uh, you know, those, those, the ways that we can get in front of them on the desktop so they can look on their desktop to book. I mean, you know, a hotel room is a hotel room, but uh, every vacation rental has a different interior and they want to see bigger pictures on their computer before they, before they make that decision. And plus it's still easier to put in your credit card info and type in your name, address, phone number and everything on, on a, you know, a desktop, a computer. And I'm I'm wondering if that, if that sort of thing will change um, throughout 2020. I'm wondering because yeah, I'm starting to see. I that, feel like it is a little bit, you know. The yeah, yeah, mo- mobile bookings are definitely up. I mean, people are, um, you know, with autofill and auto, people are are learning how to use the autofill on their phones and autofill credit card information and stuff like that. And you know, minimal effort is required. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it is. Uh, we just have to make sure that you know, if your website's two or three years old, um, you know, it needs it needs a facelift. Yeah. Uh, to to make it m- as mobile first as possibly you possibly can. Uh, let's see what else. I think um, the last thing that uh, I, I think you and I could both talk about, David, is um, being aggressive in getting your brand out there as much as you possibly can. Yeah. And we talked about this before as intentionally try to work as hard as you can to get guests back from OTAs. That's, that's huge. I mean, yes, it is good that you, that people book through them. It's good. You got those bookings, but you, you want to try to get them back right through book, book through you directly. Um, I, I had a, a, a client the other day that, um, she told me, uh, that, we that somebody actually asked her, "Hey, I booked through Airbnb uh, uh, last year, but can I book through you directly this wow. year?" Wow, it was a it was a question. Wow, that's pretty like they had no idea, you know. So that's that's the thing that we're dealing with is like don't assume that people know what to do or know to come back and book with you directly. You know, you need to print some literature, um, hand it to them, put it in their units. You know. Um, all that kind of stuff, you know, educate them as much as possibly can, because, you know, that's, if, if you want to 
if you want to survive and get those bookings and not have the OTAs dominate us, then you got to. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and sometimes <laughs> I, I feel like you got – it's like when a person stays with you, when a consumer stays with you, you have them. They're there. <laughs> like you can't get any closer <laughs> to them. Um, you know, from a, a marketing, but also like they're literally right there. Um, so like you right. have the opportunity right. to show them, you know, like, Hey, you could save, like, do you want to save this amount of money on your next trip here? And just like pointing things like right. that out to them, whether it's like you said, like it's uh, pamphlets and in the rental unit or whether you actually talk to them or you like do a visit. I don't know how personal you want to get, but things like that. I, I know that some people have like uh tablets in in their vacation rentals that help the the experience and it has right. you know local venues and it's got local restaurants and places to go and it shows you like you know which places to shop and all sorts of stuff like working on improving the guest experience while they're there while you have this person captivated because two mm-hmm. if it's if it's yeah. a good experience for them it's it's I remember going on vacation for myself and it's like this feeling of just, it can't get any better than this. You know, like it's, I'm right, on vacation. Right. Like there, there's no worries in the world. I'm just relaxing and it's, it's beautiful and it's fantastic. And, um, you know, if you can capture and, and get in front of them at that point, they're, I don't want to say they're vulnerable, but <laughs> they kind of are because right. they're having a good yeah. time. You know, if they are the having, yeah, down. if they are having a good time, then like definitely, you know, use that to to get in front of them, to talk with them and to say, hey, you know, come come back to us, but come directly to us like we we're we're here for you, um, you know, mm-hmm. so yep. that's that's what I have to say about that. I, I really do think that and I agree with you being very um, aggressive and intentional on promoting your brand, I think is so, so crucial right now. So, right. Um, even through social channels, the same same oh, deal. Absolutely. I mean, you you you've got to get your brand out there, especially you know with um, uh, OTAs toying around with removing the name of the property manager. Yeah. Um, it's it's funny. Uh, we've we've noticed an increase in brand searches for a lot of our clients compared to the years over years, uh-huh. um, especially with pay per click. And I really feel like it's because those clients are on the OTAs and people are, you know, looking up the company before they actually book on the OTA or they're price shopping and trying to find that better deal, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of the case is like the, the people that are searching for brands um, know the brand because it's advertised on the on on VRBO or Airbnb and now they're they're getting rid of that or toying with getting rid of that and that then that that that's exactly why to try to force them to book again through the OTA. That's what the OTA is doing to combat that user behavior. Yeah. Well, you, you, you know? got to so. think about it this way too, from the OTA's perspective. Not not to bash anyone, but they don't care specifically who a consumer goes to. They don't care if it's this vacation rental company over that one. They care if the person right. books. But as a vacation rental right. manager, you care about that person having a unique special experience with your company so that's the difference is they don't care they're they're just trying to make they're just trying to make money they're trying to get someone to make a booking as quickly as possible if if it comes down to promoting another unit over yours that's what they're going to do so you know you got to think about how can i stand out against the crowd 
um, and promote myself mm-hmm. in a very unique and individualized fashion. So, yeah. And they do a great job. I mean, I, again, not bashing them either, but they ever since you know t- twelve years ago when I when I started in this space and I started um I I, I manually built listings on on VRBO yeah. one by one. Yeah. There was no no sync. I mean, it worked, and it still works. You know, so they they do a great job. Yeah. Um, and pro- props to them for for their their work and um you know dominating us and (laughs) (laughs) i mean gotta give them props yeah i mean yeah it really is it's the the system is it definitely works but you know on the other Mm -hmm. side of that with the vacational managers i mean there there are a lot of people that um you know they they struggle to stay ahead of the game when it comes to that sort of stuff right so you know i would i would just say be very introspective you know, be very look inward into into your company and your your branding and, and what you stand for and how how you can stand out because in the end, and I've said this before on the podcast, we're all selling the same thing. <laughs> I mean, right, it's all right. the same thing when it comes down to it. You've got a consumer that wants a vacation somewhere, and you're trying to give them a vacational. So, what makes you different? So that would be the question mm-hmm. that I would start asking. It's a good question to end on. What makes what you makes different you in 2020? Okay. Cool. Then we'll we'll stop right there. So, <laughs> cool guys. Well, don't forget to follow us on social media um, in, at uh, Facebook at Intercoastal Net Designs or Twitter at Intercoastal. And then please send us an email. Um, let us know if you we have any questions that uh, we can answer for you. Um, podcast at iCoastalNet.com. All right, guys. Thanks, guys. Till next time. Bye.